Section 85 of Familiar Instructions and Evening Lectures on All the Truth of Religion, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Marie Christian. Familiar Instructions and Evening Lectures on All the Truth of Religion, Volume 2, by Father Louis de Segur. Kind actions are never unrewarded. The celebrated Dr. Dupuytren, one of the most famous French surgeons, hid a kind heart beneath a rough exterior. In the following facts we may see that it was to a charitable action that he doubtless owed the greatest grace of his life, the greatest that God can grant a man, that of dying a holy Christian death. One day a priest entered the great surgeon's consulting room. He had a timid, hesitating manner, was poorly if not shabbily dressed, and had a mild and gentle expression. Dupuytren recognized him at once as the village curé. He asked him in his usual rough manner what he wanted, and the good curé explained in a few words that he was priest of a little parish in the Diocese of Versailles, that he was suffering cruelly from a wind on the head, and that, by the entreaties of his parishioners, he had come to ask him to examine it and to tell him of a remedy. Dupuytren just glanced at the seat of the disease, touched it, and said to the poor priest, It would be of no use for you to come again. I can do nothing. The disease is incurable. The good curé rose, asked the doctor to excuse the trouble he had given him, and moved quietly away, saying half to himself, My poor parishioners will be very grieved. Dupuytren, struck by the calmness of his manner and by his simple, unselfish reflection, roughly recalled him, made another and a more careful examination, and said, If you like to come on Thursday to the Hotel Du, I will attempt a doubtful operation, which may save you if it succeed. I shall be at Hotel Du on Thursday morning, replied the curé, and he took leave of the doctor. On Thursday, at the time appointed, Dupuytren arrived at the hospital, and the first face that he perceived was that of the village curé. He went up to him at once, asked him if he were ready to submit to the painful operation that might save him, and on the reply of the priest in the affirmative, made the usual preparations. The students who surrounded him remarked that his face, instead of wearing its usually impassive expression, was a little agitated, and that his hand shook as he selected the instrument proper for the operation. As he was about to begin, the doctor told two of his assistants to hold the patient, but the holy priest, raising his eyes towards him, said quietly and firmly, It is unnecessary, doctor. I shall not move. And he did not move, but during the whole of the operation, whilst his blood was flowing fast beneath the surgeon's steel, he remained motionless, his eyes fixed upon the image of his crucified Savior. When the operation was ended, Dupuytren pressed the hand of the courageous ecclesiastic with an emotion which he did not attempt to conceal, and left the bedside as pale as the patient himself. The next day he returned, took off the bandages, appeared satisfied, and said to the priest, It is going on well. Your life is saved. 
The good curé raised his eyes to heaven, took the doctor's hands in his, and said, I thank you for my poor parishioners, monsieur. They will be very happy and will pray to God for you. A few days after, the worthy curé, completely cured, left the hospital and returned to his dear parish. The following summer, Dupuytren saw him enter his study once more, holding a basket in his hand. This time he went forward at once to meet the good priest, and received him with visible pleasure. The poor curé brought to his preserver a present from his parishioners, the first fruits of their humble gardens. The doctor received this touching proof of gratitude with emotion, and the curé left him with a light heart, carrying his empty basket. Many years passed by, and Dupuytren seemed to have forgotten the village curé, but the calm grave face, so full of gentleness, was deeply engraven on his heart, and there it still remained, thanks be to God, when the moment of his death drew near. When, by the aid of that professional skill which had so rarely deceived him, he perceived with certainty that his last hour was approaching, Dupuytren remembered that there was a God to whom he must render an account of his works, and he remembered also that, engaged in the service of his God, there was a holy, humble priest to whom he had formerly rendered a service, and who had promised not to forget him. Then he hesitated no longer but sent for the poor village curé. A few hours after, the good priest was at his pillow, now assisting in his turn him who had formerly done him such good service and bringing him, in exchange for the life of the body which the skillful surgeon had preserved, the life of the soul with its eternal hopes. Dupuytren humbly confessed, received the sacraments of the church with faith and love, and died peacefully in the arms and with the benediction of the venerable curé. It was thus that God rewarded him for his good work. And thus the divine words of infinite mercy and goodness were once more accomplished. Whosoever shall give to drink to one of these little ones a cup of cold water only in the name of a disciple, amen, I say to you, he shall not lose his reward. End of section 85